Hey, rock stars. Welcome to the Retail Leasing Playbook podcast. This podcast is an analysis of every chapter in my latest book, The Retail Leasing Playbook. Each week, I go chapter by chapter to give you a little summary of the chapters and give you some, maybe some behind the scenes stories or examples of what I'm talking about when I wrote those chapters. Today, we start section four, making it to the deal. I'm gonna talk about chapter 33 and 34. Chapter 33's title is, Two Qualifying Questions You Must, Must Ask Sign Calls While You Have Leverage. So this is, we're talking about now when the calls come in to you, okay? So someone stopped what they're doing, drove by your center, saw the leasing sign, picked up the phone and called you, or they found your, maybe you dropped off a flyer, or you have, maybe you have your properties on LoopNet or CoStar, but the whole purpose is the prospect is calling you. I have found that less than 5% of the call-ins, the ones we're talking about now, like sign calls, are qualified, less than 5%. If you look back over the last three years of your deals, which you should all have those stats, go back and and look at each one and see if any of them came from a call-in off of a sign that had no broker involved. So if there was a broker involved, then, you know, I don't really say that that was a sign call. So this is a true, you know, entrepreneur driving down the street, sees your leasing sign, is looking for space and calls you. Nine times out of 10, they're startups. They don't, a lot of times don't have the money to open a business. Um, You know, we've all heard those comments when you say, when you say to them, well, what business are you in? And then they respond with, well, what do you need? <laughs> you know, okay, great. So, uh, but a couple of things, I think my, my most favorite question to ask a sign call person is, why did you call on my property? Why did you call on my property? And then shut up and take notes. Because at that moment, they start telling you all of the phenomenal things about your property. Well, I like that it's a pub, you know, grocery anchored supermarket center. I like its visibility to the road. I like that it has a bunch of hair salons and nail salons, you know, and I'm a brow and lash person. Whatever it is, take notes because I promise you, if this is a qualified prospect and you show space to them later, those benefits that they're touting in that initial call will become obstacles later. For example, as much as they love the traffic, when they are in the space and now they switch over to negotiating mode, the, the, the uh, objection will be not enough parking. And that's not really the truth. All that is is uh, a slow up in the negotiations, but we'll get to that in a later chapter. So qualifying on a sign call. When you're busy, a lot of us, me included, um, just want to get them off the phone. And I beg you and I remind myself to just spend a few extra minutes 
In chapter 34, I have a list of questions that I highly recommend that we all ask when we have a sign call. Now, I used to have competitions when I led a large leasing team who could get the most information. I promise you, if you get all of the questions answered in my list in chapter 34, you, you could bring that to me and I could tell you if it's a deal or not. You know, questions like, uh, what are your startup costs going to be? How much do you think you need to invest in um, the improvements in the space? Um, are you looking in other markets? Uh, have you figured out what your rent should be versus your sales revenue? What are your sales revenue? These are the times to ask all of the tough questions because they called you. And many, many times they are in, uh, I want to impress this person mode up until you give them the rent. The minute that you tell them what the rent is, then you lose all your leverage. So up until the time, and that's all they want. Just give me the rent. Stop asking me all these questions. Just give me the rent. And then what I try to do is I'll either use humor or I promise I won't ask you for your firstborn. I just have a few more questions. But the more questions you can get out of them before you give the rent, the much further along that you'll be. So, you know, we all say, you know, what's your business? Do you have any other locations? And then a lot of times at that point we give the rent. But I highly recommend that you stop, you slow down, and you ask a few more questions. Because if you do that, I 100% believe it'll save you lots and lots of time later. You know, you, I don't want you to go show space to three people that you didn't qualify and they don't have the money or, um, you know, they need to get an SBA loan or they haven't figured out a business plan. They don't, they have no idea. And you're out there, you've left your office or your house, you've driven to the center, you've waited for them, they were 15 minutes late, then you show the space, they ask a bunch of questions or they don't, and you find out they're not qualified. And that easily kills an hour of your day, if not more, and time is your commodity. So chapters, I would say that chapters 33 and 34 are probably the most important chapters in the book. And if you take qualifying seriously, I think you could add one to three hours per your week or to your week. So take an extra five minutes on incoming calls and add three hours to your week. How's that for time management? I hope you enjoyed today. This chapters 33 and 34. If you like the podcast, I would love it if you shared it with your friends, subscribe to it. Uh, posted something good about it so we can get more people watching and listening. And uh, I hope you guys have a fabulous week.